Acts 16, 16th chapter of Acts, and if you would put up on the screen Psalm 119.62. If y'all would just stay there, guys, for the time being. You're going to Acts 16. Acts 16. But if you would look at the screen, it said, At midnight I will rise to give thanks to you because of your righteous judgments. Just, just that one verse, 62. At midnight I will rise to give thanks to you because of your righteous judgments. Why? At midnight, what's the significance of midnight? Midnight is late. Midnight is as late as it can be. Right? Because after midnight is early. Right. Is that right? It's a new day. It's the beginning of a new day. And uh, midnight is dark. (laughs) Right? It's hours before. It's hours after the sun has gone down. And it's hours before the sun comes up. It's dark. And it's late. And depending on. You know most. Organisms, most people's bodies and most things, your energy levels can be at a low place, a low level, a low ebb at that time of the, the night. You can be sleepy, you can be tired because it's dark mm-hmm. and it's late. Mm-hmm. But what did he say he would do? I'll rise and do what? Give thanks thanks to you. What do you do at midnight? Hmm? You don't go down and go out. You rise up and give thanks. Now in Acts 16, look at this if you would with me please. Acts 16, we'll begin reading about verse 6. Acts 16, 6 says, When they had gone through throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia, after they were come to Mysia, They assayed or attempted to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. Let's just pause right there. Would the Holy Spirit ever tell you not to preach the Word? Yes. There are people going. Well, you just read the Scripture. Hmm? Someone says, well, yeah, but he said go into all the world and preach the gospel. He said that to the church. Not to you individually. You're not the church. You're a part of the church. You can't go everywhere and do everything. Can't. Not supposed to. 
There are places and people that are not ready for you. You're not the one. They will receive it from. That's true concerning some of your relatives. They, they, would, they would hear it, but not from you. Not through you. And so if that's the case, there are times the Spirit of God will check you. No, don't try to talk to them about that. There are places and things you might want to share and think about doing, and the Spirit of God will, will not suffer you to do it. He'll not allow you to do it. He'll check you. He'll forbid you. Now, you can ignore him and blunder right on in and, and tell them good things and have bad results. There's only one way to get things right. Be led by the Spirit. The answer to a thousand and one questions every day is, be led. Should I do it? Should I not do it? Even though it's right to do it, even though they may need it. I actually had the Lord tell me this one time. He said, it's not what you know, Keith. It's not what they need. It's what will they receive. And only I know that, the Lord was saying to me. It's not what you know, it's not what they need. It's what will they receive. And only the Holy Spirit knows people's hearts and knows that. So the only way to get it right is to be led by Him. Verse 8. They passing by Mysia came down to Troas. A vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately he endeavored to go to Macedonia, into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel to them. So the Lord showed him who not to speak to, and then the Lord showed him who to speak to. Actually, in a, in a supernatural way. Had a night vision or a dream, you might call it. Keep going. Excuse me, they loosed from Troas. They came to Samothracia. Next day they went to Neapolis. They went from there to Philippi. You know, a whole lot of preaching the gospel involves travel. Have you ever looked at the Great Commission? It begins with the word G-O. Right? Go and preach. They went to Philippi, chief city of Macedonia, and they were in that city abiding certain days. On the Sabbath, we went out to the city by a riverside where prayer was wont to be made. We sat down and spoke with the women which resorted there. A certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, which worshipped God, heard us, whose heart the Lord opened, that she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. Now you can begin to see why the Lord sent him there. Because there were people like Lydia who had a heart that God could, could cause to hear it. That they would receive it. That they would believe it. And so... Uh, it, again, it's, it's not what you know, it's not what people need. What will they receive? And the Lord knows who will receive through you. And so it's not just you sharing, but it's him dealing with them on the other end, opening their ears and their heart and their mind to receive it. 
It has to be him on both ends. Or it doesn't happen. So the Lord opened her heart. And she attended to the things that were spoken to Paul. And when she was baptized in her household, she besought him saying, If you've judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying, or we'd probably say today fortune telling. Mm -hmm. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Now let's just stop right there. So many rich things in the book of Acts. The book of Acts applies directly to us. We got the same Holy Spirit. We're dealing with the same situations they dealt with. We got the same name of Jesus. Everything. And so here is a young girl, a young woman, that is prophesying. When, when Paul and, and his company would come through, this young woman would cry out and say, These men are servants of the Most High God. And they've come to show to us the way of salvation. Is that true or not? True. Every word is true. But who wants the devil testifying for you? See, everything... I mean, not everything that's spiritual is God. There are things that are spiritual. There's no way that person could have known that. There are times that people are inspired to speak, and it's obvious. It's not just natural. It's spiritual. But it ain't God. Are y'all with me, friends? Don't believe every prophecy. Don't accept every dream, every vision, every revelation. So she did this. And verse 18, she did it what? Many days. Many days. Many days. I guess weeks, months, many days. They'd come through. Here this young woman pipes up. I don't know how she said it, but it wasn't the Holy Spirit. So it wasn't peaceful. It wasn't life-giving. These men are the servants of the Most High God. Show us the way of salvation. <laughs> Reason I say it like that. If it's the enemy, it's irritating. I'm telling you, it is. It's annoying. It's like, and here, here's the, 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 the issue. It's true. What they're saying is true. But it just irritates the pudding out of you. And you think, what is, what is the deal? Wrong spirit. Do you know the devil quotes scriptures? He quoted the scriptures to Jesus in the temptation. You remember that? He said, it's written. It is written. Didn't he say it? The devil quoted scripture to Jesus. And Jesus had to say, it's also written. 
rightly divide the word. So, uh, always go by what you get in here. Hmm? It's because somebody's quoting scriptures doesn't mean it's right. And that can, that can mess with your head sometimes because you're thinking, well, yeah, but it's a scripture. The scri-. Yeah, the scripture's right doesn't mean the spirit's right. And the enemy will quote scriptures in order to mislead you. He'll get you to agreeing with that and then he'll slip something else in that's wrong. It's like trying to poison an animal with a good piece of food and putting some poison. I mean, maybe the food was good, but the poison is, will do you in. The devil's very crafty, very tricky. Paul, being grieved after many days, he turned and said to the Spirit, not to the young girl, to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. Now, it's obvious Paul didn't just do this in the flesh when he decided to, or he'd have done it the first day. Come on, can you see this? The Spirit of God had to help him with this. But there came a time when the anointing came on him, and he spoke to it, and it stopped it. He came out the same hour. Verse 19. And when her masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone, because they made a lot of money through people paying her to tell their fortunes, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them to the marketplace to the rulers. They brought them to the magistrates saying, These men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city. Teach customs it's not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them. The magistrates rent or tore off Paul and his company's clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes on them and cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, and he receiving such a charge, put them in the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. Now let's just pause a minute. Where are they? They're in a bad place. I mean, prisons are rough places now, but especially back then. I mean, there was zero plumbing. There's zero ventilation. You talk about terrible, terrible places. No electricity. And nobody that cared whether if you whether you lived or died in there. And how'd they get here? Why are they in Macedonia? They wanted to go to these other places. <laughs> Come on, are y'all there or not? Uh, they were Paul's gonna go to Asia. And the, and the Holy Ghost forbid him. Mm-hmm. Then he said, well, he's going to go to Mysia mm-hmm. and, and, and Bithynia, and the Spirit suffered them not. Mm-hmm. They could be over at Bithynia right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe, it's a, maybe at a banquet. <laughs> or somebody's nice house with a mattress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How'd they get to Macedonia? Come on, help me out. How'd they get here? Spirit of the Lord. Directed them to go. 
Following the Lord, following the Holy Spirit does not mean you'll never encounter any difficulties. We've been redeemed from the curse of the law. We've not been redeemed from persecution. That that was a weak response. (laughs) We haven't been redeemed from persecution for the word. In fact, the, the New Testament says those that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. That means people talking about you. People treating you bad, people trying to hurt you because you're a believer, because you preach and live the gospel. We hadn't been redeemed from that. Hmm? And so here they are. Their only reason they're in Macedonia is because the Spirit of God specifically led them there instead of other places. And He's had gifts of the Spirit operating through him. They shut down this wrong spirit that was operating through this girl. I mean, this is miraculous. Is that right? And what did they get for all that? Their clothes ripped off, got beat to a pulp, and inside this terrible, stinky dungeon, in the stocks. Bent over, backs cut up, Bleeding. What'd they do? (coughs) Help me out. Huh? Oh, at midnight. We already learned. What do you do at midnight? At midnight, you don't go down. You rise up. And you give thanks to God, hallelujah, for his goodness, for his word, for his righteousness, his faithfulness, hallelujah. What's midnight? Well, I believe it was literally midnight. Scripture said it was, but it's also symbolic. It was dark. Is that right? It was dark. There's no light. It was bleak. They're hurting. They've been humiliated. They've been publicly mistreated. They're hurting physically. They've been beat. But at midnight, Paul and Silas did what? They prayed. And. Somebody say prayed. Pray. And. Yes. Now a lot of folks pray. Right. But they don't and. <clears throat> what do you mean? Oh God. Oh God. I don't want to die in this stinky prison. Oh God. What's wrong? I thought you told us to go to Macedonia. But this is awful. God. Oh God. And you could do that all night until you wear yourself out. And you never and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you never and, mm-hmm. you never get to faith. That's right. Amen. At some point, you got to believe God's heard your prayer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, saints, help me with this. You got to believe God's heard your prayer. Yes. You got to believe He's granted your request. Yes. 
Right? You got to believe he's faithful. He's good. He's going to take care of you. Always has. Always will. So why do you just need to beg, beg, cry and beg and cry? You don't need to cry and beg. Now you need to and. You have prayed. You asked for his help. You asked for his direction. You asked for what you need. Now you need to and. And. They prayed at midnight in the darkest hour, in the latest time, at the lowest ebb. Do you reckon they felt weak? They didn't just feel beat up. They are beat up. Right? Huh? They, they didn't just feel bad. They are in bad shape. They're physically in bad shape. And they're stretched out. Their feet are in the stocks. Mm -hmm. So uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Hurt. Just being in that position for hours is going to really work on you. Mm -hmm. Can't relax. Mm -hmm. At midnight though, Paul and Silas prayed and then they sang praises unto God. And it wasn't a little soft Song, the prisoners heard them. Hmm? So there were, there were prisoners that were 12 rows back and around the corner that were patting their foot. <laughs> to Paul and Silas. Because you could hear them reverberating through the halls of that terrible dungeon. Hmm? What were they singing? Hmm? They weren't singing the blues. I said they were not. They were not singing the blues. The amplified, put the amplified up there, please. About midnight, as Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. We have reason to believe that they were singing out of the Psalms. We see it in other places in the scriptures that they sang Psalms or parts of Psalms. So go back with me to one of them. Psalm 56. I don't know if this is the one they were singing. But you don't know that it wasn't. <laughs> right? But we know that they were very likely singing one of these. They weren't just dryly reading it. Got no lights for one thing. Psalm 56 verse 1. They got no lights. They couldn't play it on their uh, phone. Or their electronic device. <clears throat> So it was good they knew it. Did anybody get that? Come on. It was good that they had read their chapter every day. It was good. Is that right? It was good that they had it in them. So when they needed it, the Holy Spirit could bring it to their remembrance. How's he going to bring to your remembrance something you never knew? Something you never heard? 
He could reveal something to you supernaturally, but that's normally not how it works. You, you see it, you hear it, and then when you need it, he brings it back to you. <clears throat> One of these, they very likely were singing. Could have been this one. Be merciful to me, O God, for these people would swallow me up. They've been fighting and oppressing me. My enemies would swallow me up, for there are many that fight against me, O Thou Most High. But what time I'm afraid, I will trust in You. And they might have camped on this a while. What time that I'm afraid, I will trust in you. What time that I'm afraid, Silas echo me. What time that I'm, time that I'm afraid, I will will trust in you. Yes, Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. If I feel afraid, I will trust in you. If I feel afraid, I will trust in you. I will trust in you. After several minutes of that, they probably had other prisoners going, I will trust in you. Trust in you. These things carry an anointing. Yes, they do. And these words are inspired of God and anointed. I I don't know if they were singing this psalm, but they're very likely singing a psalm or psalms when it says that kind of word, they sang hymns. Mm -hmm. Their hymns were from the psalms. Mm -hmm. So they're singing anointed words. Mm -hmm. And that anointing went all over that dungeon Mm -hmm. in the dark. It's midnight. It's stinky. It's terrible. But no matter how terrible your circumstances, the anointing can change. The very atmosphere that you're in. Now, if you lay there and cry, as you would feel like doing, and feel sorry for yourself, and you talk fear and desperation... And unbelief, there's another thing that'll permeate the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Death itself. Mm -hmm. The presence of death and fear will fill the rooms. It makes all the difference what we do at midnight. Makes all the difference what we choose to think and say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What does Solomon say he would do at midnight? At midnight, I will rise and I'll give thanks. Oh, somebody said, give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. Go back to that verse. What time I am afraid, I will trust in you. At any one of these, you can just camp for a while, can't you? I mean, they they didn't just do this for 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. They're here all night. (laughs) Huh? Maybe that's what one of the prisoners said. That's good, guys. Sing some more. They said, oh, we're here all night. (laughs) 
In God I praise His Word. In God I've put my trust. I won't be afraid of what flesh can do to me. Come on, you need to say it. Back up to verse 4. In God I praise His Word. In God I've put my trust. I won't be afraid of what flesh can do to me. This would be a good thing to be singing. Is that right? Because a lot of times in situations like that, they didn't stop at beating you up. They're liable to come get you the next day and execute you. So this would have been a good one. Could have been one they were singing. Verse 4, verse 5. Every day they rest my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather themselves together. They hide themselves. They mark my steps. They wait for my soul. See, that's what happened to them when they cast that spirit out of that girl. Their owners did that. Shall they escape my iniquity? In your anger, cast down the people, O God. You tell my wanderings. You put my tears into your bottle. Are they not in your book? Does God know when you're hurting? Does he care? He saves tears. This is amazing. Isn't it? The Bible tells us in in the book of Revelation, there's a time when God releases the prayers of the saints. And it's released like incense. When were these prayers prayed? Some of them could have been centuries ago. Or longer. But God never forgot When I cry to you, my enemies will turn back. This I know, for God is for me. Then they might have hooked on that. God is for me. Yes, he is. God is for me. Yes, he is. Now, now let's stop. They were not in a nice, brightly lit, climate-controlled Cushion on the chair like us. Where are they? Huh? In the stocks. Backs. Ripped open and bleeding. Huh? What are they doing? God is for me. This I know. God. Yes, God is for me. This I I know that God is God is for me. This I this I know that God is for me. This I know. Everybody God is for me. This I know. Oh my God is for me. This I know. Oh I know that God is for me. This I know. God is for me, this I know. And the prisoners heard them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're back there in the dark. Along. Maybe slapping their hands mm-hmm. on their nasty clothes. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yes. Maybe they got in the groove too. Yes. Definitely. God is for me, this I know. God is for me, God is for me. This I know, oh, I know that God 
is for me. This I know. God is for me. This I know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Keep going. I in God. Well, I praise his word. They're not crying. They're not complaining. They're not feeling sorry for themselves. This is where things are lost or won, saints. Yes. What do you do at midnight when it's dark, when you're hurting, you don't feel good? It looks bad. It looks worse than maybe it's ever looked. What do you do in the midnight hour? Come on, tell me what the psalmist said. I will rise. I will rise and give thanks. Hallelujah. And we see here praise. I'm going to praise his word. Hallelujah. They're not saying I'm not preaching this anymore. It's going to get us killed. Right? I'm sorry. But if we ever get out of this, we're going home. Hmm? Silas wasn't accusing Paul. He wasn't saying, now that dream you had. You know, we were just taking your word for it. <laughs> Come over to Macedonia. Are you sure? Huh? <laughs> You're laughing. But when things are tough, that's, right, that's, that's when you get, get to questioning. Mm-hmm. People want to blame each other. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? God is for me. This I know. Oh, my God. Is for me. This I know. I know that my God. Is for me. This I know. God is for me. This I know. In God I will praise his word. In the Lord I'm going to praise his word. Oh my God. I'm going to praise your word. I will never stop praising your word. In God I've put my trust. I won't be afraid. In God I've put my trust. I won't be afraid. In God I put my trust. I'm not afraid of what anybody can do to me. That's something to be singing in the jail. Back's bleeding. Is that right? Yes. For all you know, they're going to come daylight and drag you out to execute you. you. That's why I thought they might be singing this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why would the Lord lead me to do it? Could very well be. Verse 12. Your vows are upon me, O God. I will render praises to you. I will sing your praises, for you have delivered me. You delivered my soul from death. You won't deliver, you, you will not deliver my feet from falling, that I will walk before God in the light of the living. This is not the end. I'm not going to fall and fail here. You hold us up, and you always have. And you always will. You've delivered my soul. 
Can you sing like this? At the midnight hour? People say, well, I'm not a singer. Oh, yeah, you're a singer. Not everybody should record. But everybody can sing. And you need to sing. There's a different anointing on it. It takes a greater effort. When you feel like crying and desponding and despairing, Mm -hmm. it takes an effort to lift your voice. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if you'll do it, brother, if you'll do it, sister, there's an anointing that'll come. There's a quickening that'll come. What David do when he had lost his family? They burnt all their houses down. They took everything away. And they're looking at a smoking ruin. And his men are talking about killing him. The Bible said he encouraged himself. Good thing he wasn't waiting on some of them to do it. They're talking about killing him. He encouraged. It was midnight. Can you see that? It was midnight. Even if it was in the middle of the day. How many think it was dark to him? It was a dark time and a weak time. And at midnight he encouraged himself in the Lord. Probably singing some of these very things that are in the book of Psalms. That God used him to pen. What's the rest of it? You've delivered my soul from death. Will not you deliver my feet from falling? I'm going to walk before God in the light of the living. be a good thing to sing about when it was so dark you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. Huh? Devil would say, you ain't never seeing the light again. Mm. You need to lift your voice and say, I'm going to walk before God in the light of the living. I'm going to walk with the Lord my God. I'm going to walk with the Lord In the light of the living, I'm going to walk, I'm going to walk with my God. I'm going to walk with the Lord in the light of the living. I'm going to walk with the Lord my God. I'm going to walk with the Lord in the light of the living. I'm going to walk with the Lord, my God. It was dark. It was stinky. Mm -hmm. They're in the stocks. They're hurting. Mm -hmm. But they prayed. And. And. And sang praises of hymns unto God in the dark, in the stinky. Why was this written? Why do we have this in the book? What do you do at midnight? What do you do when you're weak and hurting? What do you do in the stinky? It's all right to pray. Pray a prayer of faith, but don't just keep begging and whining and crying. You got to pray and sing praises. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (coughs) What's the rest of this? Let me see. 
Huh? That's the last one. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> Praise God. <clears throat> What's the devil telling him? You dying in this stinky dungeon. Nobody will ever see you or hear you again. You'll stay down here and rot. Where's your little vision now? Hmm? That you wish you'd never cast that spirit out of that girl now. That you wish you'd never gone over and preached to those women now. Hmm? Ain't nobody can help you. Nobody can help you. You're going to die in here. If you listen to that and you cry and you feel sorry for yourself, you will die in there. But you can say, I'm going to walk with the Lord in the land of the living. I'm going to walk with the Lord my God. Y'all go ahead and play. I'm going to walk with the Lord in the land of the living. I'm going to walk with the Lord. to God and the prisoners heard them <clears throat> suddenly <laughs> at midnight in the dark time and the late time and the weak time and the hard time suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. Now this is a God quake. With a devil quake, the walls fall on everybody and kills them. But nobody dies in this quake. The building is fine. But you talk about a very peculiar earthquake. The only thing that happens is everybody's chains fall off and all the doors pop open. This is a God quake. 
How many believe God still does? God quakes. Suddenly, in your life, where the anointing removes the burdens and destroys the yokes. Oh yeah, he hasn't changed. He still does it today. Oh yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Uh, I'm going to walk with the Lord in the light. Something like that. That the earthquake happened suddenly. What do you do at midnight, Saint? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? At the dark time. At the hard time. When it seems too late. You seem too weak. It's alright to pray. But then you get to the end. And you just sing praises and sing praises. And you sing praises and you sing praises. And you're not ashamed and you don't care who hears. And you sing them until God shakes that stuff right off of you. You sing them until suddenly 